Hello, welcome to Olivia's podcast. We're going to talk about the Tower of London and basically just the history of it and how it's a prison and basically just everything that went down there. It's with William the Conqueror that the history of the Tower begins. So Edward the Confessor died childless, leaving several people to the throne. Edward's brother-in-law, Harold, was crowned immediately but William, the Duke of Normandy, a distant relative, had been too promised the throne. William invaded and successfully defeated the English under King Harold at the Battle of Hastings, heading for London, England's most powerful city. He basically just like terrorized like the whole countryside, and seeing that the game was up, the leading men came to William to submit. William was determined and had faith in his own military, so he sent people to go, like, start construction on this castle and prepare for, like, his entry to the city. By 1100, the White Tower was complete. Nothing quite like it had ever been seen in England before. The tower dominated the skyline for miles. Although many kings and queens stayed in the Tower of London, it was never intended for the main royal residence. Equally, the tower was not the first line of defense against invading armies, though it could rise up to this challenge. The tower's primarily function was a fortress and stronghold, a role that remained unchanged right up until the 1800s. The tower was constantly upgraded and expanded by medieval kings. A series of separate buildings and campaigns ensured that, by the 1350s, the tower was transformed into a formidable fortress you see today. These building works started at the reign of Richard the Lionheart. However, almost immediately after he came to the throne, Richard left England on a crusade. He left the tower by the hands of his chancellor, William Longchamp, Bishop of Ely, who doubled the fortress in size with new defenses. They came just in time. In the king's absence, his brother John seized the opportunity to challenge the chancellor's authority and mount an attack. The tower and its new defense lines held out, until the lack of supplies forced Longchamp to surrender. On his return, Richard regained control. John begged for forgiveness and was later renamed as Richard the Successor. As King John often stayed at the tower, it was probably the first kings to keep lion and other exotic animals here. John introduced the Magna Carta in June 1215 but went back on his word as soon as he could. His opponents, who were in control of the Tower and of London, invited Prince Louis of France to come and take the throne. Louis launched an invasion in 1216, but John died in the midst of fighting for his throne. So, at the age of only nine, John's son, Henry III, inherited the kingdom in crisis. However, within months of the French were defeated in the Battle of Lincoln, and attention turned to the security of the kingdom, with reinforcing the royal castles at the top of the agenda. So now we're going to talk about King Edward I. He was the most confident and aggressive leader who managed his country rebels, but he was determined to complete the defensive works his father had begun at the Tower. Between 1275 and 1285, Edward spent over £21,000 on transforming the tower into a big fortress. He made a new riverside gate called St. Thomas's Tower, later known as Trader's Gate. This served as the main water entrance for high-status visitors, as well as prisoners brought by river. This podcast is brought to you by Travel with Olivia. We take our guests on beautiful historical sites and our special VIP trip to the lost city of Atlantis. Okay, so now that we've gone into the history, we're going to go over the murders of the tower and how the tower is a prison. 
the disappearance and supposed murders of two young sons of Edward remain one of the most intriguing stories of the tower's history. After Edward's death on April 1483, his 12-year-old son, Edward, and 9-year-old brother, Richard, were taken to the tower of the orders of their uncle. After that, the princes went missing, and their uncle, Richard III, got crowned king. What became of the princes remains a mystery. They were never seen alive again. Rumors of their murder spread quickly and became an inspiration behind Shakespeare's portrait of Richard III. I'm pretty sure we can all guess who murdered them, but I'm not going to say anything, but I'm pretty sure we all know it was the uncle. But in 1674, two skeletons were found hidden under the staircase leading from the royal apartments to the chapel of the White Tower. Many people, including Charles II, considered them to be the bodies of the murdered boys, and the bones were reburied at the Westminster Abbey. The skeletons were forcibly re-examined in 1933, and it was concluded that they belonged to the two boys, aged about 10 and 12 years old, the same age as the princes when they disappeared. So, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure the uncle killed them so that he could take the throne. I'm pretty sure that's what everyone thinks, because it literally makes so much sense. But I guess, I guess you can think about that for yourself, but that's definitely what happened. So, the tower held a lot of prisoners, and most of them were taken through Traitor's Gate, but I'm only going to talk about, like, the most famous ones, because there's literally so many. So, the second wife of Henry was a resident of the tower, once as queen-in-waiting, and once as a commenced prisoner. <laughs> so, the couple, they got married in 1533, so, you know, they had a nice little marriage. They were, like, married for, like, three years. So, basically, um... Anne could not give birth to a male, so she couldn't bring, like, a male to the throne, so there was no one to be king. So the king accused her that, basically, she seduced him into a cursed marriage, and in May 1536, she was arrested of adultery, treason, and even allegations of an affair with the king's brother. Good old Anne was beheaded <laughs> at the tower on May 19th, 1536, and then Henry's fifth wife met the same fate, and she was imprisoned and executed in 1542. I guess this man really just hated his wives and wanted them to be beheaded in front of everyone, I guess. So, go him. Okay, so the next person we're going to talk about is Guy Fawkes. So, basically, he wanted to basically just blow up the whole entire tower because why not I guess so he literally like put gunpowder everywhere he threw himself with it all like he was gonna burn himself and swell he broke his arm like his neck in the process and so obviously this did not go down well with the king because he just tried to like blow up his house so they they executed him and now it is an inspirational day and a British holiday celebrated every single November 5th. And basically on the holiday, we get like a scarecrow of like Guy Fawkes, I guess, or just like a person looking figure and we get a bonfire and we just light him on fire. Okay, and then to sum up this whole entire thing, we're going to talk about the 1900s and beyond. In the World Wars, basically everyone saw the tower as a prison and a place of execution because 
you know, that's literally all they did. So between 1914 and 1916, 11 spies were held and subsequently executed in the tower. So they basically just be killing people all the time. During the Second World War, bombs damage was like considerable. A number of buildings were destroyed, including the old hospital block on September of 1940 and the mid-19th century North Basin, which was hit directly in October in the same year. The moat was used for vegetable growing and the crown jewels were removed to a secret place for safety that has never been revealed. So today, that's basically all I'm going to talk about because whenever I think of the tower, all I think about is all the executions and all the prisoners there. So that's what I wanted to focus on. So today, the tower is one of the most internationally famous tourist attractions and a World Heritage Site, attracting over 3 million people all over the globe every single year.